Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it really means a lot to me. And um, I'm just continuing to enjoy doing podcasting, so this is lots of fun. Man, uh, I don't know how much I've shared on the podcast. I kind of lose track sometimes, but I'm in the middle of major life transition. And uh, today was um, kind of the beginning of a, a month-long journey. So I'll give sort of the lowdown, and then um, this will sort of tie into what we're talking about today anyway. But... I'm moving to Jamaica. That's that's the uh, that's the big news, and um, we have uh, found people to rent out our place. So they move in tomorrow. So we had to move out of our house, but our flights aren't for a few more weeks because we have a family wedding where I live, and um, and a couple other things we need to tend to. My wife's working on an album, and uh, we need to get some tracks down and stuff before we go. So um, so I'm living with my parents for a couple weeks, and I am recording this in my parents' place. So it's just hilarious being back here, and. Um, and we're gonna mo- we're gonna move to Jamaica middle of the month. The month being September, I think this will come out before we move, and um, and then we'll live with her parents, my wife's parents, for a little bit because um, my wife's from Jamaica, so that's kind of why we're moving there anyway. And um, and then we we have our place lined up for October. So just um, wild times. Um, totally living that nomad life right now, and um, I'll let you know how it goes. We'll we'll see, but. Um, you know, for me, and I, I'm going to do a, a much longer episode about this very soon, just talking about the decision to move to Jamaica and really what it means to live life on your terms and um, to not be afraid to take risks, you know. And what we're, what we're doing, like my wife and I, to, to move to Jamaica and to kind of just up and go for half a year is something that we always dreamed of doing and not, not specifically going to Jamaica for half a year, but just having the freedom and it was only a few years ago that I had kind of, I guess, set out to do that and didn't know how, but just sort of took one step at a time and um, put one foot in front of the other. And here we are just a few short late, a few short years later, and God has just brought things together and it's really amazing. So uh, it's very exciting for us and, and we're going to get more into it because, you know, the reality is this is why Deep Clean exists. We, we are not interested in helping guys get free of porn nearly as much as we are interested in helping guys... Um, take risks in life and and not settle for the mundane and the ordinary going through the motions that that usually people settle for. Um, that's really the goal here. This is about guys stepping into their calling and destiny. It's about you becoming everything God made you to be. And porn seems to be one of the biggest obstacles that prevents men from doing so. And so that's why we've decided to tackle the subject of pornography. It's why we, yeah, we concentrate all of our resources there but um, there's so much more and that, um, anyway, I don't want to get too much into that because that's another episode for another day. Uh, but but it really means a lot to us and um, and that's why I'm moving to Jamaica. So anyway, that's a, a really long-winded intro. Uh, look, what we're talking about today is um, is, a, is an interesting one. Um, I, I, we do a mixture of, of episodes here, as you guys know, those of you who have listened. So sometimes, uh, well, we have an interview every week. Um, we do a, a live every week as well and then we kind of post the recording a, a few days later. 
And we, we cover different subjects, you know, and not, we do a few pre-recorded episodes as well. So, sorry, what I'm trying to say is, you know, we, we cover a bunch of different things. The interviews are multifaceted and wide-ranging depending on the guest. And, you know, we, we really try to address... Um, we try to address subjects that come up a lot in our in our group coaching calls, or just um, address you know maybe topics that we think people need to hear more about this, and we're always just conscious of like okay, if if I was the guy struggling with porn still you know the guy it wasn't that long ago like it's only I don't know six seven years ago that I was really struggling, didn't have resources. What did I, what do I need to hear? What did I need to hear? What did I need to know more about? What could have stopped me from struggling as much as I really did? We we always try to kind of see things through that lens. Sometimes there are just moments of inspiration, you know, and it's kind of just this idea or this thought, and that's sort of what today's podcast is. Um, it's just it it's an interesting idea, and and it it was kind of a metaphor that came up in one of our our recent group coaching calls, and. Um, I actually, I, I scribbled it down pretty much as I was saying it because I could really feel it resonating in my heart and I could see it connecting with the guys. And um, and I just think there's somebody out there who needs to hear this today. And in fact, I, I can bet that probably a majority of you listening need to hear what I'm about to share with you today. So, um, so let me just kind of preface this. One of the biggest challenges in getting free of pornography is around mindsets. Like if I really had to pick one area to concentrate on, um, a lot of it would be around mindsets because I think the reality is, you know, healing from the past, self-awareness, um, some of the other things that we do here are, are tools and skills that you can learn or you can pay somebody to teach you to do them. But nobody can, can teach you to, or no one can think for you. You, you, have to, you have to do that yourself. And when people start to adjust their paradigms, that is when their their lifestyles really start to change. And that's why, you know, healing from wounds of the past is so important because it actually changes your perceptions and it changes the way you think about yourself and about others and about your past and about your future. You know, like it, it is so earth shattering in a lot of ways. But of course, it it the ultimate result is not that you have a healed past. The ultimate result is that your thinking changes. Anyway, all to say is how you think about this really matters. And one of the common misnomers around recovery is is the sort of binary mindset. It's like either I'm stuck with pornography and masturbation and sexual sin or I'm free. And it's kind of like, yeah, I used to be, this is why. And and sometimes I actually am the one who reinforces this kind of thinking inadvertently because we we kind of say, you know, this is my former life. I'm Sathya. I was an addict for 15 years. And, uh, you know, eventually I I worked really hard and I, I finally got free. And so right there, it, there's a distinction that's kind of made in your brain. It's like, okay, yeah, he was on this path. He was struggling. It was dark. Um, you know, he couldn't find a way out. And then now he's out. And so it kind of creates this dichotomy. It's like either you're free or you're not. In reality, freedom is is a spectrum. And, and it is it is progressive. So whatever whatever situation you're in right now, you have some measure of freedom. And I mean, you might be paying for strippers every single night and watching three hours of porn a day. You still have a measure of freedom. It's it's very small at that point, but it's there. And it's just a seed. And and part of growing and maturing and ultimately reaching a place where sexual misbehavior is no longer a part of your life is stewarding the, the little amounts of freedom you have in such a way that it grows and grows and grows until you reach that place of healing and of wholeness. 
So we, we move along a spectrum. Now, the reason this is so important is because what I see happening with the guys I've worked with over the years, and I did this myself as well when I was attempting to, to get free, is you, you have these, these moments of breakthrough. And I, I don't know, I, let, let's, let's try to quantify this just so that the, the analogy kind of makes sense. Imagine that, that not watching porn and not having any cravings or temptations to watch porn is 100. Okay, so when you reach that place, you're, you're at a level 100. That's like Jesus level. So yeah, you might get some temptations, but that's the end of it. So level 100. And let's say level zero is where you're just completely enslaved. You can't go a day without watching. Okay, so you know, guys come into the program anywhere from, honestly, anywhere from zero to probably about 60. And what happens is they start to make some progress. So let's say you got a guy who's um, at like a level 20 on his freedom spectrum, so to speak. Okay, now this is not actually how we measure freedom, but just for the sake of the analogy to kind of get the point across. So you have a guy who's at a level 10, sorry, a level 20. So he's at a level 20 and, you know, he starts going through the program. He starts connecting with guys. He's, he's just feeling so relieved that there's other people struggling, sharing vulnerably. He's starting to feel his heart open up. His walls are coming down. He's willing to kind of, um, you know, do a little bit of self-exploration. And he's starting to pinpoint some areas that are majorly contributing to his porn consumption. So let's just say that one of them is stress management. And basically, when he gets stressed, he rewards himself with porn. So he can survive the stress of work and, and the stress at home and whatever else as long as he gets his fix at some point by the end of the day. So that's why he's at a level 20 because he needs it pretty much regularly. Um, and he realizes, oh my gosh, this is just a, a stress management tool, a really bad one, but that's all I'm doing. So he you know, he kind of does some more exploration. He develops some new techniques for, um, for coping with stress. And let's say he, you know, I don't know, he starts a, a workout kind of routine and rhythm. And so working out is the way that he gets stress out. And it's this major breakthrough. He feels instantly different after his first workout. And he goes to bed that night, doesn't have any temptations to watch porn. He wakes up the next day, he feels like a new man. And, and this cycle kind of continues. So his level of freedom in his eyes feels like a 70 or an 80. So this is usually what happens. It's like, okay, I've turned a major corner. I don't feel any of the things I normally feel therefore, I must be free, right? It's kind of the conclusions there. Like, therefore, like this is for real. We made some progress here. And what happens with time is that um, usually he has addressed one issue. And this was the metaphor. This was kind of the moment of inspiration I had or the, the, the thing that just came to mind that I wanted to share. But usually the, the, the first issue you tackle, it's kind of like one hole in a sinking ship. So this guy's ability to, to learn to manage stress is addressing one hole in a sinking ship. Now, we don't know how many holes are there. All we know is that water was getting into the boat, and if we didn't start patching up the holes, the boat was going to sink. And what a lot of guys do initially, before they even reach out to get help, is they just keep bailing out the water. So they, they kind of try to tough it out with willpower, bouncing the eyes, you know, uh, like low commitment accountability program. And that's kind of like bailing the water out when there's, there's holes there. That's what's causing the water to come in. So you can bail the water out all you want, but you're going to keep doing that basically. So then, you know, this guy gets a little bit of breakthrough. He figures out how to manage his stress. 
he feels like he's at a 70 or an 80, when in reality, he's probably at like a 30. But he doesn't know that, right? Because he's, he's sort of riding the momentum. He feels like a million bucks. And as far as he can tell, there's no water getting into the boat. So he's good. And eventually, um, again, assuming that there were other issues at play, which generally speaking, there are. Sometimes it's a one and done kind of thing. I don't want to dismiss that. But usually, you know, it takes a bit of time. But eventually what happens is water starts to get back in the boat. And this guy will um, will probably drop from feeling like a 70 or 80 and mistakenly tell himself that he's back at a 20 because maybe he's watching daily again. You know, he relapses pretty badly. He's watching daily again and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm right back where I started. Wrong. Not back where he started at all. See, one hole is patched. Insured. The, the whole boat is, is not fully repaired. There's still work to be done. But one hole is patched. He, he's one step closer to being free. And so those moments of breakthrough, they, they feel probably like they're a little bit more monumental than they really are. But it's not to say that they aren't monumental. So he might go from being a 20 to maybe like a 30 or a, or a 40. You know, like maybe it, it doubles that degree of freedom he has. Now, there's still room to grow. There's still work to be done. But it doesn't negate the fact that this guy has made strides. He's made steps. And one of the biggest mistakes that, that you can make in this journey when you when you relapse is to think you're right back where you started. That is almost never the case. If you have uh, you know struggled daily and then you suddenly go even three days without watching or you go a week without watching, and again, assuming that it's because you're doing the work underneath the surface, you're not just white knuckling it and trying to tough it out, but you're, you're addressing the wounds of the heart, you're building self-awareness, you're identifying some of the common pitfalls and vulnerabilities that you have and you're doing something about them, when, when that is your approach, then, then it's all progress. And it's impossible for you to go back where you were before. Sure, it, it may not be that, that exponential increase right off the bat, but any progress is progress. It's, it sounds almost redundant, but a- anything you do in those arenas moves the needle forward. It, it moves you from a 20 to a 30 to a 40. And so when that guy relapses, he doesn't relapse back to a 20 because that hole is patched. He's now at a 30 or a 40. And, and you know, assuming that he's, he's got some, some good supports around him or he has something to keep him going or encouraged enough, he's going to hit another moment of breakthrough. Maybe he's going to find out that he had some unresolved wounds from his relationship with his dad. So he starts to tackle those. He processes through the pain. He starts to do some real deep forgiveness. And he really reaches a place of, of heart health and heart wholeness towards his father. And so now, again, he, he is feeling a difference. And he kind of feels like a 70 or 80. And what he's done is he's patched another hole. So again, we don't know if he patched all the holes. But what we do know what we know for sure is that if water comes in, it's going to come in a lot more slowly. And that's a really good thing. So maybe it's no longer a daily problem. Maybe he's got it out to a, a weekly kind of thing now. And this, this is the really tricky part because, see, when, when you have seven holes in, in the boat, the water comes in quick. And so you're sort of forced to identify the issues. But when it's a slow leak, it takes a little bit longer to realize that there's still an issue. So, you know, maybe this guy keeps doing work and he hits 70, 80. And now he he's only relapsing once every few weeks. He needs to pay the most attention possible to when he relapses because those are now rare opportunities he gets to identify the remaining holes. And there may not be a lot. It might be just one or two. 
But again, as long as he, he maintains this approach of learning from the mistakes, learning from the relapses, and patching things up as they come along, he's going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine. Now, this kind of makes it sound like you have to relapse to, you know, really make a full recovery. That's actually not true um, because issues are going to come up even in your thoughts. They're going to come up in your motives and in, in some of the um, just the, your day-to-day interactions with women or, or men, you know, wherever your attraction may lie. You're, you're going to find that there's indicators on an internal level, which is why you have to build self-awareness as quickly as possible going into the recovery journey. But regardless, whether it's relapses or simply just thought life that um, it's thoughts rather that manifest, either way, as long as you are patching up the holes as they come, you're going to be good to go. And eventually, you reach a place where where the ship is good to go. There, there's no water that's getting in, and you get to just kind of sail away. And and that is that is the glorious part of freedom. And that's probably when you hit you know that eighty to one hundred range. So I I just thought this metaphor was so helpful for me because. Um, it explained my own journey. You know, I had those moments where I just thought I had made it. I thought I had it all figured out, you know, only to relapse later and be like, dang it, like, what's going on here, you know? So it, it it takes time, but as long as you have that persistence, and like I said, if you have communities, you have a coach, you have some good content that you're taking in to sort of learn about what you're going through, um, it's going to make you much more effective at quickly identifying those areas, wherever the, the holes may be, and then finding the correct solutions to patch them up. Because the, the last thing you want to do is, is patch up the holes with something that doesn't actually work, right? Like you don't want a temporary fix. You want something that, that is guaranteed to hold its place and, and to, to properly patch up that hole. So that's why it's important that you really get into a, a good community that you can really connect with, that you find a coach that you trust, a coach who has been there, who understands what he's talking about from an experiential point of view, not just um, good academic information, which, you know, to be honest, I mean, anybody who's helping somebody with porn or um, sexual misbehavior usually has had their share of experiences themselves, not always, but generally speaking. But the point here is you want to make sure that you're doing it right. And, um, and that's, that's my podcast for today, guys. I just, I want to encourage you, remember that wherever you are on the journey, Right now, you have a measure of freedom that you are simply called to steward until it increases. And the way you do that is by identifying the areas that are surface, uh, the issues rather that are surfacing, finding the right solutions for them, and then patching those holes up, knowing that there may be other holes, but as long as you patch that one up well, you'll be good for now. And if if you find out other things are coming up, there's still water getting into the boat. No problem. You're still further ahead. And now all you need to do is just address these new issues that have surfaced. Give God thanks for bringing them to your attention because once they're in your awareness, that means you're ready to deal with them. Then you deal with them and you move on and you keep doing it until you reach that that sweet spot where, yeah, you might be tempted, but you're in control. You're able to respond accordingly and porn is no longer part of your life. We have clients who reach these places all the time. I myself have been free for five and a half years this is absolutely doable. Um, you just really need the, the right help along the way and the right community and you're going to be good to go. So that's all I have for you today. Um, and I do want to encourage you, you know, if you're looking for just some first steps to to get free, maybe you're like, Sathya, my ship is sinking and I really do need some help. Um, I want to encourage you, reach out. We, we set aside time every single week to, to talk to you guys. Um, so anybody who's, who's really looking for a program, uh, we are willing to sit down with them. We don't charge anything. And you can book a time uh, based on your availability. 
in my calendar. You just have to go to sathiasam.com slash case study. We'll put that link in the show notes. And uh, and I'd love to sit down and talk with you. And, and maybe if you're not in that place or you, you want to look at some other programs, that's totally fine as well. Um, but I would encourage you to go to ultimaterecoveryguide.com and that's going to give you a free handbook uh, with some of the best practices, some of the best things that you can do to patch those holes up as quickly and as effectively as possible. And you don't need a course um, to, to understand the concepts that are in that book. Um, you might need some help with implementation. That's kind of where the, the call will come into play and, and the programs we offer here. But you can at least get your hands on that, that book and it's going to give you some really great ideas on where to start. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and one last thing that you can do to help me out if you're interested is just to leave a rating, to leave a review for the podcast. It, it, it does help us get the word out, um, especially as we're just early on here, uh, just, just starting up in the podcast. So that would mean the world to me. But thank you guys so much for listening. That's what really means the most. Um, I'm cheering you on. I'm doing everything I can to help you. If there's anything I can do on this podcast that's going to serve you better, don't you dare be quiet about it. Tell me. Write me. Uh, DM me on Instagram. Uh, whatever. It, it doesn't matter how you communicate it to me, but please let us know. We want to serve you as best as possible. Much love to you guys. We're cheering you on. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.